To another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host Tina. How you doing, Tina? I'm good, Rob. How are you? Absolutely positive. And going on that, we're going to talk about positivity today because hey, we're living in a world where it's very hard to be positive. And well, we're going to bring some friends along today. So um, without further ado, we're going to have Eddie Ray on. He's a friend of Tina's and he's pushing positivity, which these days is the greatest of things. What do you think about that, Tina? I think it's about time we did something like this. Yes, because we have had a couple of downer shows. <laughs> and hey, that's just reality. I mean, listen, by the time you were going to hear this, where we've talked about sex, friendships, coffee, and childhood trauma. So that being said, let's have a little positivity in our life. And with no further ado, hello, Eddie. Hey, Eddie. Hello. Hey, Rob. Hey, Tina. How are you guys doing? Good. Thank you for being on. Yes. So why don't you give us a little background? Thank you for having me. Of who you are. Uh, Okay. Uh, For starters, and to ball it up, I guess I would say I'm a 34-year-old ball of sunshine now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Energy, sunshine, and too much. (laughs) And too much is in too much energy or too much too, positivity, too much of, of, everything, of anything. I can push anything. I just am energy. I love to, to, to be a positive light in people's life. I love to, to spread laughter. I, um, I spend a lot of time in banks and uh, uh, my previous work background, uh, working for Bank of America, stuff like that, suit and tie, little too, you know, to uh uh grown i would say and i just had to learn to be lax and um enjoy life i guess a little more so uh that's what i'm doing nice and you're also a influencer on social media uh so far i'm gaining a little bit of a a following uh tiktok i started uh doing tiktoks out of boredom and just to keep my mind busy and off of life's problems. Um, you know, um, just random fun. Like I said, I I like to entertain. I've always been a natural entertainer, uh, to friends and family. I've always been, a uh, a voice, I would say, uh, always had a fair opinion. always, uh, had some type of say, um, in conversations all around me. And uh, um, I feel like I've, for the most part, I've always been a positive influence on it. So I kind of spread that onto TikTok and it's getting a little bit of a run, a little bit of uh, followers and uh, I'm enjoying it. It's fun for me. Yeah, I would say these days, you know, TikTok's such a huge thing. Obviously with social media, it's it's an easier way to um, at least if you're going to have some kind of positive outlook or positive push, you know, it's a much easier space to get that, um, to people. Um, obviously I think with, with Facebook and Instagram being a little more picture based, or at least, at least Instagram and with Facebook, you know, obviously you can post videos, which is great. But I'm I'm thinking TikTok and and um, YouTube are the way to go if you're going to push that vocal positivity, trying to get that out to the world. It's a much oh, easier yeah. place. Absolutely, it's turning into um, it's definitely turning into something that you can use for for anything. I mean, marketing, uh, advertising, um, like I said, random fun, positivity. Um, uh, it's it's getting. It, I would say it's pretty big. It's gonna gonna have a nice run. I don't see it ending anytime soon. Yeah, I don't either. I think that it's that there's huge, you know, influence there that you can again you can push. There's there's the bad part of that, and there is a good part of that. I think that there's keeping it to where you're trying to have a message that it isn't a horrible thing. Is great these days because 
the world is not a positive place right now. Obviously coming out of a two year, almost three year pandemic that for some reason they've decided just to shut off and, and start the world again. You know, it's nice to, oh, to yeah. at least have something out there that people can kind of lean on and go, okay, look, you know, life isn't the greatest, but, and if you can have somebody like you, who's doing their best to at least show you like, Hey, yeah, life can be shitty, but at least there's a ray of sunshine and, and there's somebody there going, Hey, look, things are going to get better. Absolutely. Do you, um, definitely your uh, videos are, are what I've seen or of you like singing and dancing or you hanging with your kids. I believe those are your kids or family yeah. members. And I have, his- I, I have two young boys. Um, they're, they're nine, 14 and nine. Um, and again, I, I try to do it to, uh, for them to, to, to give them, show them that it's, it's okay to express themselves. You know, I've noticed with technology nowadays and the way the world's going, it's everybody's so sheltered and closed off and in their phones or, or in their tablets. And that's why I do the goofy stuff. I do. I have no, no niche, no niche mm-hmm. uh, for TikTok. I don't have nothing that I, um, um, you know, stay specific on, like I said, uh, I do like the dancing and the singing and um, I make random uh, video clips to promote being your own fan, becoming your own fan. I think it's important for people to uh, be a fan of themselves, you know, first and foremost, that's, um, you know, when you think of your heroes and uh, your favorite artists, you know, your favorite singers, your favorite actors, all that uh, good stuff. um, What do they bring to you? They bring, you know, feelings of joy and happiness and you want to watch them. You want more of them. So why not want more of yourself? You know, and why not uh, turn that into uh, a healthy, um, a healthy, you know, form of, of of positivity in life that you can ingest at your own pace and you can ingest and enjoy ingesting, you know, it, it's good for you. Um, so, again, I, I mean, I just I throw on there whatever I'm doing. Um, I've been I've had videos removed at times just because um, I have a loose mouth at times. Uh, uh, but again, I just promote being real. I mean, just do you without having to think too much about, you know, uh, be, be mindful of course, but, um, don't be too afraid to just do whatever you're doing, do what you're feeling, do it your way. I think that's a good message. I've always been the person that does things my way. It's often got me into a lot of trouble, but I, if I have always stood behind it and said, well, this is just what I'm doing. And if you don't like it, don't look. And, um, I think it's, it's better to, to march to the beat of your own drum. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, uh, speaking of that, I had uh, gotten a tattoo at a, a party a couple of years ago. And that's why I say never invite your, um, he was the guy that used to sell us weed back in the day. Uh, and I didn't really smoke weed, but it was always for my parties. Um, so I say never invite your drug dealer to your parties because as soon as everybody's drunk and, you know, smoking and having a great time and you're like, hey, you have a tattoo. You're the tattoo guy. Bring out your machine. Let's do it right here. I woke up with the worst tattoo on my arm <laughs> in the morning, not remembering a bit of it. And it said um, something to the beat to my own beat or something on my arm. It it, it was supposed to be, you know, have a little music in it, but uh, also have like a positive little message. I don't know what I was doing. I had to get it covered up. I watched it out. It was (laughs) never invite your drug dealer to your parties. Let him do his delivery and send him on his way. (laughs) That's funny. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's very important to stand behind who you are. You know, we need to, to continue to uh, be individuals, you know, and, and uh, show people that it's OK to have a difference of opinion. It's OK to think differently. It's OK to like different things. It's OK to find your own peace within you, you know, be your best friend, be your, your biggest fan. 
And um, I feel like I finally found that after searching for it for a long time. And COVID-19, I really have to thank for it. Um, I'll tell you a quick little little gist of it. I was out of an eight-year relationship that was horrible. It was killing me physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, I was drained. Uh, two weeks after I did my split from my business and my partner, I got in a car accident. Um, that put me in the hospital for a month. I was convinced I was on my deathbed. I was the most negative, you know, person. I just, I wanted to die. The only thing that kept me through was God and my boys. Um, and when I came out, I said, yeah, I'm single. I love to dance. I love to entertain. So I said, oh man, this is going to be awesome. I get to go clubbing again and, you know, do the single thing. Uh, then COVID-19 hits. Everything's closed. I didn't know what to do. So I was getting drunk at the getting drunk and smoking weed, uh, getting high of all sorts at the beach as much as I could until we were kicked off by police or whoever told us to. I had a small, small group of friends that we would just go to the beach and go our separate ways. And I sat there with a notepad, my headphones and my phone and did a little bit of exercising, did some crying did some soul searching, some praying and a lot of writing. And um, I felt like it was the best for me. You know, I, I decided that if I'm going to live, that I'm going to enjoy and embrace every moment that I have left. It sounds very familiar to my story because I I moved out, left my relationship of 21 years uh, at the very beginning of COVID and COVID was only supposed to be for a few weeks and then it went to a year and then it's, it's still going on. So I, I had to find ways to reinvent myself. It's, it shut down my business it shut down me doing hair, uh, shut down me seeing my friends. There's definitely no way to date going through that. So I had to do kind of what you did and completely reinvent myself or reinvent what my life was going to be. And I did the writing and we started the podcast and I, I I've started a book I'm doing. It seems like very similar things to you, to what you've gone through. The good thing about that is that you get to create yourself all over again with nobody telling you how or what you need to be or how you need to be it. And I think that that for me has been so liberating and freeing because I didn't feel like I was free. I was so busy taking care of everything and everybody. I'd forgotten to take care of myself. And so when I did start doing that, it, it opened doors and changed things. But it wasn't it wasn't for the faint of heart. It was it was a hard process. And to do it alone was even harder. Oh, yeah. The, the doing it alone part got it for me because I'm a very social person I, I grew up in a big family and i've always had people around me i always had the four-door cars to make sure as many people fit in it as possible me too um i always kind of had my little click and my little entourage spend, and it was all revolved around my girlfriend at the time uh we were just we were the life of the party we had our shit together we had you know had our work together had our kids and had our home we threw the parties we hosted everything um, we were the life of the party until we couldn't handle being the life of the party anymore. And, um, uh, you know, that's a separate uh, conversation for a separate time. But, um, everything was revolved around me and her It was always me and her. Um, yeah. and then leaving the relationship again, family, everybody involved just did not want to be involved at the end. It was just the 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 rudest awakening back to reality and um I, I was alone a lot uh but i think i needed it i think it did me well in the end um and i now i choose my peace over anything i don't i don't like to insert myself into any subject or um or into any any place or or any type of space whether it's mental or physical if i can't bring something positive to it or get something positive out of it. Um, and that it's the hardest part. It's, it's definitely a fight. It's a struggle, especially with everything going on in the world today. Uh, I put my head down a thousand times and, you know, I don't cry to sleep no more, but uh, it still gets lonely. Um, 
But again, I mean, we need to promote that. Uh, there's there's got to be a light at the end of this tunnel. You oh, know? absolutely. As, as long as we're given other chances or given another chance and another chance, we need to take it and embrace mm-hmm. it and do what we can with it. When I die, I want to know that I was on my way to something. Right. There's so many things when you close the door that they could open to you. And it's amazing to me being that I didn't, I didn't think my life was going to be anything what it is right now. And I was always told that I couldn't be or shouldn't be certain things that now all of a sudden I am and didn't even see it coming. It was just the way life works, you know, was what, what happened at the time. And just being able to drop the facade of being who you need to be because of who you're, who you're with or what your title is while you're with a person, just to drop all of that and not care and let people do what they were going to do and just, just watch them and be on a ride. That to me has been so liberating and and freeing. And it's, it's helped my friends to do things that they wouldn't have done otherwise, because I encourage all the madness, every bit of it, but on the other hand, it allows me oh, a yes. forum to be completely me too. Yeah. I I was, uh, I'm one of them people that would always put everybody else above me. I mean, I had to growing up in a household with just my mom going to, to school during the day and to get a degree and working night shifts. I was old as a five. I had to take care of them. I was paying bills and cooking at 11 years old. Uh, I had to grow up really fast and um, I always put everybody else first and I kind of took that into my adulthood and I realized that you can't be anything to anybody if you're not yourself you know I agree you have to, to it has to be about you first otherwise you can't be who you are to these to to anybody else um and that's it's really hard to face when you're when you're such an unselfish person person by nature. Um, but uh, again, it's something that we sh- it should have been <laughs> taught to me a lot earlier, a lot more clear. But, you know, can't really do anything about that now. Just yeah. got to go with the roll with the punches and roll with what I know now. I don't think the generation before us was meant to be like that. The generation before us was, you need to do this. You need to have that. You need to take care of this. And that's what they did. That's what they were taught. So that's what they taught us. But what we learned from this generation is, okay, but it it makes sense to do all that, but can we do it being us? Do, Do we have to, you know, do we have to cover up? I remember in the beginning when people had earrings and piercings, like you have to cover them up. If you're going to go to work, you, you can't have a tattoo unless it's covered up. You can't, um, just so many things. And now I walk around and, and, you know, nurses have full sleeve tattoos and, and nose piercings and cheek piercings. And, you know, everybody, everybody is, is more open to being themselves now than when, when I was younger, when I was younger, It was like, don't tell anybody, you know, don't just don't talk about it. My, you know, my dad just told me the other day, he said, do me a favor. Just don't tell anybody, you know, he's not going to tell me not to do something, but he's going to tell me not to tell anybody. And, and I'm like, but that's the best part of me, dad, this stupid shit that, that I'm telling you now, like that makes me who I am. We should be able to talk about it and not care what other people think and say and he goes you know but the bad thing about you is you get judged more than any person I know and you know what I believe that to be true because I know who he knows and I know that in life I do get judged but I think I get judged because I am so bold and I do own things and I do I do what I'm going to do with with no apologies and um, I think that exactly. now that it, now that we're the generation that needs to be teaching, we need to make sure the kids know that that's okay. But there's still consequences yep. for all of it. Yeah, with a with a, a moral compass, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I'm in complete agreement. Um, I've always been the one like that too. That was always just judged always because I was the one that would say it, yeah. you know, I would say the things people <laughs> That's <not wouldn't>. me. <laughs> um, I would made, you know, make a joke out of certain things, you know, but um, at the end of the day, I was always me. I wore my dirt on my sleeve right underneath my heart. Um, people can take that. They can use it 
to, uh, you know, to, to see the real you or they can use it to create whatever they want out of you. And that's the dangerous, you know, that's what comes along with it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I've learned that we're going to be judged no matter what. I just assume the worst when it comes to talking and all that. And at the end of the day, what does it do for me? You know, does it pay my bills? Does it put a smile on my face? You know, it, I have to put energy into the things that bring light to my life. I, I have to, to count the blessings, not the mistakes. You know, I, I learned how to, how to take a lesson out of every L that I, you know, have uh, taken in life. Uh, but you have to take some L's before you get that W. And mm-hmm. uh, I think just the path to the W is the actual W. You know, you're winning so long as you can wake up in the morning and you don't have to have a reason to to smile. You know, you're just smiling. You're just at peace. And I'm at peace in mayhem. I, I love being around people. I, I'm a people watcher. I will da- be the one dancing in public. I like to randomly embarrass you at stores you know i'll create a whole scenario of, you know i'm with a, a girlfriend at at the store she's just my friend and well this is why we're getting a divorce you know create a scene just for laughter oh my god i love that i, I do I the just, same i think thing. it's important <laughs> <laughs> i i do the worst they hate it but they love it you know and at the end of the day i uh I can always be that ear too. You know, I always have so much to say now because there's just so much on my mind. I've experienced so much. I feel like I finally broke through to myself and I want to tell everybody, I want to show everybody, but then how, how do you do it without overdoing it? Mm -hmm. You know, and um, I'm still trying to find that balance, but at the end of the day, that's for me to find. It's not for anybody else. The comments and TikToks about me being too much or, or, uh, you know, just the snotty, the less positive comments. Uh, I don't pay attention to them. You can't. I have friends that have asked me, you know, you're not going to say nothing back? Or why? I mean, it, it's, it, it's pointless. You can't fix stupid. I'm going to do what I'm doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you really can't. You can't. You just got to <sighs> ignore it and walk away. <laughs> you can try. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, the, I don't know what's going on with this world, but oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. Keep going. I, I just, uh, I was going to say, I just don't know what's going on with this world. The war doesn't, um, you know, the war that's going on, I don't know much about it because I've spent time here with myself fighting my own wars. Uh, but it just doesn't surprise me. I mean, the news, I haven't watched the news in forever, and I feel like I could turn it on and already know what's going on. Um, You know, I feel like the the opposition is there, and it's just our job to fight through it. So, I mean, we got to work together however we can. Distraction, positive distractions. I agree with that. What were you going to say, Rob? Oh, I don't know now. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, I can it's be like, a chatterbox. I've been alone for a while. <laughs> oh, no, you know, you, you came to the right place. We can all talk. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I, I kind of agree with what you're saying. I mean, there's, there's ways of you have to try to find your positive, whatever that is. I think, you know, a, waking up in the morning for some people is the most positive thing in the world. And to others, it's the worst thing that can happen in the world. So I think that it's, you know, it's, it's finding whatever it is that your thing is. I'm a writer as well. So I've wrote several books and, and this podcast obviously is an outlet, um, but you have to find what it is that's in your heart to get through the day and hopefully help other people get through the day. Relationship wise, like, uh, you know, I, I got divorced many years ago, so I've kind of, I'm kind of out of that thing, but I totally feel with what Tina's going through because I've been there. So it, it, and it's not a hard thing. And I've, you know, you have young kids. My kid is now 19 and working and doing his own thing. So you have that part of your life that can keep you positive. Young, young people will, and kids will keep you positive. They'll also give you a lot of gray hair. 
So it's, yeah. it's, oh, yeah. it's finding that, that mix of, of, yeah, you want to scream because your kids are driving you bonkers, but sometimes they're the only things that are keeping you positive or keeping you on track without going off of it. So, yeah, I totally agree with you and, and that you have to find whatever it is being positive is for you. Cause it's not easy. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and the know, good thing about breakups, the most important thing is. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead Tina. It's okay, Eddie. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was just going to say the most important thing is to never stop trying to find what works. I mean, I've dealt with so many friendships and so many things in my life where we try what we're familiar with or one thing that we're told and we give up on trying because that doesn't work. We'll try something else, you know, just right. never stop looking for, for what works and you have to, you have to uh, leave your comfort zone. You have to leave your comfort zone to do it. <laughs> I think, all I think get that uh, COVID, in the madness. COVID taught us all how to manage life being uncomfortable. I really think it did because I don't know oh, yes. one person that's been comfortable going through all of this. Mm -mm. I mean, I, I've probably had a pretty comfortable ride through it only because I never stopped working. Thank goodness, because I think that's what really put the thumbscrews to people is yeah. not being able to go outside, not being able to see the people that they work with every day, not being able to see their friends or family. I know people who hadn't, hadn't seen their family in a year, you know, and, and, and it's quite, you know, we locking human beings up does not work. It, it makes people go batty. And that's why, you know, when people go to prison there, you come out a whole, a whole different person because being locked away is not good for human beings. We're, Mm -hmm. We're social animals. So, and I think you're, you're right, yeah. Tina, being this last two years, almost three now has just been so destructive to the human psyche. You know, and, it's, it, and it's, it's across the us. board. I think it's, it's everybody. And I mean, from kids, they can't socialize now to, to adults that won't leave their house. Like everybody's been affected by this and, and relationships have taken a big hit. I mean, depression, divorce, um, abuse, everything is up because um, addiction, because we've had to find ways to cope. And unfortunately, when you can't see other people, the coping skills are, they go to their things. Mm -hmm. So they're not always that positive. Not realize it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always easily realized until you smacked in the face with it. I mean, yep. It, it's it, it i've seen a lot of people change for the worst over this uh mm -hmm. this oh, pandemic yeah. it, it really is unfortunate yeah i have a friend who after 10 years broke up with somebody because being locked away every single day with the same person where you're used to having that break of going to work and then you know you're trying to put things back together in a world that's not regular so you're, mm -hmm. you're fighting these, these for one, you're seeing each other all the time. You're bickering and arguing You're There's no place to escape now because you can't leave your house or you can't go see this person and you can't do that. So being trying to find positivities inside of that are difficult. And I think that if you can find something and then push that on to somebody else as well, you know, we're, we're, we're going to get out of this crazy world, whatever we're going to call it these days. Um, we're going to get out of it. It's just a matter of how people will take to getting out of it. You have to want to. And, and these people who, who yeah. obviously think you're, we're continuing to get sick or we're doing this or we're doing that. It's going to be hard. It, we're, we're pushing a, against a three-year battle. Mm. so that's the, that's the hard part yeah, but i know in three years i'm not the same it didn't hit me until this year yeah the the thing is is three years ahead, nobody's gonna sorry. be nobody's gonna be the same in three years period and so add whatever we've all gone through and however we've dealt with it to it 
and, and it, it's made it even more of a difference, but, you know, in, in dealing with everything that we went through and stuff, you have to look for the positive. You have to find what makes you happy. You have to do what brings you joy. And if the relationship isn't good anymore, it's a time to not be in it. It's a time to take a stand. It's a time to do something about it. If something was really good, it's a time to really put some attention to it and make it better and work on it and make it what you need it to be for the next three years. You know, this isn't, this wasn't a pause on life, although we had to pause many things, but, but finding ways to, to be happy and grow and adjust and live, you know, I, I think I've watched a lot of people do it and, and it inspires me because it has been hard and difficult and everybody's had their own, their own drama with things, but I still feel like I get inspired by almost everybody I know because I, I see how they changed and I, and I look at the outcomes and fortunately for, for my crowd of people, everybody is, is doing better than ever. So we, we decided to, stick together, be positive, make things happen, encourage each other, support each other. And, and now I'm looking at a, a tighter, a tighter, um, a tighter tribe from me because I've become a better person. I've rolled things up and fixed things that I needed to fix. And it, it's forced people around me to do the same thing. So we all come up together and I've enjoyed that, that part of the ride. I mean, it hasn't all been miserable, but it has not been easy either. Nope, it sure hasn't. Uh, I, one thing I keep saying was uh, with this whole COVID thing, uh, you know, the, the silver lining, the good thing out of it is the majority of us, the population, we all needed our house cleaned. We all needed that this breath of fresh air for us that got time off of work. We needed the time to go home and go sweep up everything we didn't slept under the rug you know, mm-hmm. that we didn't have time to face. We had to go through our closets and and filter out those demons and face, you know, face those skeletons. And we we all needed our house cleaned. We all needed the, the sheets changed, at least. You know, you you, you have time. You, you were given time. Uh, you know, it may not, you know, have been what you wanted initially, but use it, maximize it in some way to to tidy up a bit. You know, and that's for soul and, you know, soul, body and mind. Mm-hmm. I kept telling myself I was going to have a six pack by the time I got out of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not there, but the mind is definitely working out. You know, that's why I said, what am I doing with my time? I should be going to school at least. Mm-hmm. I should learn an instrument. I've been learning guitar, uh, key, the keyboard. I'm playing with music on and off. Um it's not even something I saw myself doing, but it's entertaining and I'm learning things. Um, you know, we should all be doing something like that to, to grow a little. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I think that's the, the hard part, too, for a lot of people is people who were chasing dreams either gave up on them or or pushed forward on them. Um, Thankfully, a a lot of people did push forward and found whatever that niche was that they were looking to do, or at least stuck their toes in the water. You know, it's like I was been trying to do this podcast for quite a while. And, you know, lo and behold, you know, things find their way of happening. So I think that's kind of the good part. Um, But unfortunately, there's a lot of people who lost that battle and are still losing it. I mean, I saw some things on the news today. There was like some, some girl, TikToker, actually 22 year old died. Now um, I'm guessing an overdose. Cause the article I read, her dad talked about her having substance abuse problems. Um, but there's a lot of people who are losing that, that battle that aren't, that can't take it. And I think it's, it's, you know, we have to lasso those people and try to find something to, bring them back up to the top because there are people who are still drowning out there. This is, this is messed up people's mindsets so bad that they don't know how to get out of it. And, and a lot of people won't seek help or some kind of therapy. So. So what do you think that we should say to tell people to do start changing their momentum? 
I think that that's I would say the first thing start, is therapy. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, friends, form, obviously, though, because a lot of people fear therapy. The therapy can be so many things. Well, yeah, that, I think that's true. So it's I think, finding I think just about uh, like therapy, therapy. Um, I think a lot of people need therapy, like therapy to therapy. deal with their demons and stuff. But I also think, you know, during COVID, I started, I, I don't want to say a sewing circle, but I'm Native American. Um, and my cousin knew how to make pine needle ma- baskets. So now there's seven of us that get together every other weekend on a Sunday afternoon. And we sit and we talk and we shoot the shit and we eat food. And then we do our pine needle baskets. So we're starting like a sewing circle. Like my grandmother used to do a sewing circle and just starting to support each other in, in just being together and being happy. You know, I think that there's therapy comes in all different forms. I know I sit behind a chair talking to people all day long. They get whatever therapy they're going to get from me mm-hmm. on a daily. Is it is it an educated clinical form of therapy? No, but I've lived a life and I and I've gone through several things so I know how to kind of ease their burden or talk to them a little bit. So I think that that helps a lot too. I think relation is important. I mean, just finding some way to relate because we don't always have the answers and the people that are searching, you know, that are in dire need of answers, you know, immediate answers, they're, they're not trained to actually hear the answers that they're looking for because they don't even know the questions that they're asking. Mm-hmm. Um, just to find a way to relate whenever you're uh whenever you have the, a moment to, you know, a simple reach out, a simple story, you know, to bring up something that will spark something in them that something they can take out of it. Cause the only thing we can only, we can do here on earth as humans is trade information. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only thing we truly share love, you know, any type of, any, it's, it's all information. Uh, how it's perceived and how it's received is, not your uh you know not your job it's just your job to to give whatever you can i agree with that i totally agree with that oh rob you look like you're gonna say something no i kind of agree i think therapy is its own it, it comes in many forms i mean obviously we we um we get in the ear of our friends or we get in the the ear of our coworkers, and that's small therapy um, and even that can stop you from doing something utterly crazy. Thank goodness. Um, but yes, I, th- I think people are afraid of clinical therapy, if that's what we want to call it. Um, going to see a doctor, going to do this, because I think there's such a stigma behind it that if you're going to therapy, there's something wrong with you. And I don't think that that's necessarily true. You know, I think that I mean, some of us just need to talk to somebody who has no opinion of who they are. So, um, and I think that's, that's where therapy, therapy, clinical therapy works. You know, you get to go in and most of the time they won't tell you you're right or wrong. They just want to listen. You know, the, the point of that is sometimes to vent so you don't do the crazy shit like jump off a building or put a gun in your mouth. So, you know, hopefully you, you, you step by step go to whatever will get you there first. Friendship obviously works, but friends sometimes can't read people. I mean, I had a good friend who unfortunately overdosed in his house and we knew he was, he had an issue. And we knew that he was pushing towards it, but nothing could stop it. We tried and we tried and we tried. And he unfortunately, you know, passed away from it. Um, But I'm sure if we would have pushed, you need help. He would have pushed away. People need, you know, the, the therapy thing. And I'm not a doctor. And obviously we never say we are on this show We're we have opinions, but some people need that extra step of having someone who's clinically trained to listen to them. So I just say to be positive is find whatever, which one works for you. If you're having a problem, 
and, and you think your friend can help. Cause I think I have friends I can really talk to and say really personal shit to. That's usually my first step. I've never seen a clinical doctor, but I've been told I probably should. So, you know, it, it's, I think it's a, I didn't a tell big. you that by the way, I would never tell you. No, it, it, it wasn't you. It wasn't you, but, but it was, but it was friends. trying to fit their foot in the shoe. <laughs> no, I am, um, you know, I, I've been to therapy. I had my daughter in therapy for years. I think that therapy is important to be able to talk to people, but if you're not working the steps to make yourself better and to fix what's broken, Therapy's just a place for you to pass some time. So as much as I, I'm, I am a believer in therapy. I did like and enjoy when I was in it. I, I think that people need to, if they're going to go to therapy, they need to start being honest with themselves and they need to start doing the work that they need to do to, to be better. I think that there's even before therapy, there's a lot of things that we could do. Like you talked about singing and dancing, Turning on music and letting your body just be alive, that that puts the endorphins out that makes you happier or joking with friends or or telling a story, um, sharing thoughts, like just spending time, things like that change a person's feelings. My mom used to tell me that if you could stop your friend for 15 minutes while they're saying they want to kill themselves, if you could just keep them talking for 15 minutes, the chances of them doing it are slim to none. Why are they slim to none? Because emotion is an energy and it changes and it evolves and, and it's an up and down thing. And normally within a range of about 15 minutes, you could, you could kind of reason with a person at, or they, they may not do it if they could get through that time because you'll have time to process it and see what you're doing and see how you need to, to change your attitude. I really think that as, as people, we need to start being there for each other so that we can get that 15 minutes of hope out there and we can, we can start making a difference and changing the way people feel because everybody that's on this earth is on for a reason. Like we're here to either learn, we're here to teach, we're here to grow, we're here to love, we're here to live. And none of that means that we should end our life soon or, or, or stay miserable and not live. The whole point of being here is to live. Yeah, completely agree. I enjoy and embrace the little things in life. I mean, I finally went from living a, a fast paced life and, you know, working 16 hour days to stopping and enjoying scenery. I'd pull off of the freeway, pull off of the road and sit and just thank God for the view that I'm seeing uh, a patch of flowers, a patch of trees, the most random things that just, I was finding beauty in everything. I, mean, I mm -hmm. feared the beach. I, I did. I don't like the ocean. It's something I always feared. So that's why I went there head on. And I decided to to be at the beach every day and, and be scared. And, and like I said, insert myself into discomfort, you know, so that I can learn and grow from it. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, to stop somebody for 15 minutes, I, I heard about that too. Um, I had a friend that um, was going through that, that suicidal cycle for a while. And it just, it becomes heavy on your heart when you're somebody that can see it and you don't know what to do about it. Um, you know, but just trying to find some type of relation, just try to be an ear, you know, or, mm -hmm. or distract them in, in some type of positive way, it, it could save their life. Because you know, the world would be so different and say, I, it, yeah, you don't want to look back and say I they were on my mind. You know, I wanted to reach out. I should have said something. We can't wait until it's too late. You can't. I agree with that. Yeah, those are the things that just like weigh on you for a long time because uh, it weighed on me. But on the flip side of that, I think that I've done the same to help people. So, and we can't you got to remember, we could only be who we are to that person, what the person does when they're not around us, when they're, when they're not telling us what's going on, that's not on us. We, we just got to be the best person that we could be to every single person we come into contact with and, and hope that we've done enough, but 
with free will, everybody's going to do what they're going to do. It's just the way it is. Yeah. It's listening. I think, you know, that if, if you can do your best to listen and, and hope that they say something that, that pops in your head, that makes you say something positive to them or, that they're that if they're looking for something, you can hopefully find that. You know, it's like Eddie said. I think you you have to look beyond the horizon sometimes. You know, the the flowers are only six feet away, but the hills are prettier, and you can see it in that. And then there's the ocean, or there's this, whatever it is that drives you towards that. It's like I'm kind of the same way. It's I I usually write better when I'm depressed. My best writing is when I'm not, when I'm down, so it's, you know what I mean? So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, people were like, Oh, are you still writing? I'm like, no, I'm good. And they're like, wow, I'm happy. So, so there's, there's those things. It's the same with music or whatever. Like the best songs are generally written out of depression, but a lot of those mm-hmm. songs end up helping people. Mm-hmm because they're, they're showing you that you're not alone. And I think that's the, that's the biggest thing is to make sure to tell people they're not alone. You know, that's the biggest, most positive thing we can say is that, you know, don't, don't take it this far because of this. You're not alone. I went through the same kind of thing. You're going to get through it. Those are the, the, the ways that we can make a positive day and positive people. And I think keeping a sick sense of humor when there isn't anything to be happy about or there isn't anything that's going to create happiness. I mean, I have made fun of things I had no business making fun of. And um, that's helped, too. You know, you got to you got to find (laughs) find what you need to get you up and moving every day. And whether it be good, bad, indifferent, you just have to find that. Yeah, Take I got a really sick sense of humor. What it is? Yeah, <laughs> same here. I can joke about anything, and I usually get in trouble around people. Uh, I get uh, in a lot again, of trouble. I mean, it's just the light. Hey, you laughed. <laughs> if you laugh, if if it distracted you, if it changed your 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 momentum of what you you know that thought process, you couldn't get out of it. If it shook you enough then I did my job. Absolutely. Sometimes we need that. We need something inserted that is powerful. We, you know, the little Tylenol ain't going to work. We need a shot in the veins. You know what I mean? We need something quick, hard and fast. And and like I said, you got to find whatever that is. Just, there's so many different ways to do it. Uh, I do it a lot with music jokes and random dances or random looks with people. I feel like I, I gained momentum with, I could snap anybody out of a bad mood and I've hit my challenges uh, with people, especially after COVID where it's just, Oh my God, you're taking too much energy from me right now, but you know what? I'm not going to stop trying. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 did you hear this joke? <laughs> uh, look at that guy, you know, start joking about somebody else and play Hanson bop in the, in the car really loud with the windows <laughs> down and make them sing along to it. You know, they know the lyrics. That's like my favorite go-to happy songs. You know, they I know swear the to lyrics. God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it with, with, I don't care if you're a gang member or it doesn't matter who you are. If you're in my car, we're listening to Mbop with the windows down. <laughs> that's funny, but I've been there and done that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Mm. Yeah, humor is everything. Yes. But on that note, we're getting to the end of our our podcast. So, Rob, do you want to do the. Oh, yes. As you know, you can always get a hold of us on the Apple, the Spotify, the Google, the Amazon and iHeartRadio. Because we're on there every Wednesday and. um, You know, we've been doing well, really, really well these days. We've actually got. Belgium to us now because we are what Tina what are we we are worldwide worldwide <laughs> so you know uh we also need to have Eddie uh tell us how we can socials. follow him so that he he could uh so that our yeah. listeners could uh, hear more from him where can we find you sir 
Well, I'm on Instagram at real Eddie Ray. That's R E Y E D D I E R E Y real Eddie Ray or TikTok real Eddie Ray as well. Um, I'm finally uh, released all my stuff from private. So uh, I'm open and free to the public. I'm also an ambassador for a clothing brand now called habits 365. They promote good habits every day of the year. Um, and, uh, uh, so that's going to be trending soon. Uh, I'm doing some promotions, some pictures and videos uh, to promote healthy habits. So uh, you'll see nice. me on their website, habits365.com. Very awesome. nice. Well, on that, you know, this show is an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. Uh, just keep on tuning in because we enjoy doing this. You can catch us on Facebook, Instagram sometimes Twitter, and you can email us at ddttwisted at gmail.com and make sure you get in your uh, emails and messages to us because we are still giving away coffee. So make sure you hit us up there. And in two weeks on set, not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, which would be March the, is it the 20th? No, yeah, the 19th. I, I think by the time they hear this, though, it's already going to be passed. Oh, that okay. We won't talk <laughs> about it then. <laughs> but we, we would have already had a party show, so it, yes. it'll be a fun one. You've already listened to it, and you've already been part of it. So it's all good, because you got to love recording, because you That's just right. never know what you're going to forget that you end up doing yes. in the past. But on that, make sure you tune in every Wednesday at least for right now, hopefully we'll be doing two shows at some point, but we got to get our viewership up. So make sure you email us, go to our Instagram and do all that fun stuff. Check the show notes. Cause there's always something special in there for everybody until next week. Thank you, Mr. Eddie Ray. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank and for my co-host Tina, it's always a pleasure. We'll see you next week. Good night. Good night.